0: How to say this I think disappointing is the best way to describe it you, you want a first class tournament in your home country being uh, the longer format tournament because that's what you know uh, players
1: are developed from even Afghanistan they are playing a four-day tournament at the moment so I don't see yeah. why we can't organize something he goes great podcast guys but why can't Bora be more energetic when talking? <laughs> <laughs>
0: There we go. First
1: ledge for the year. Thanks, Chakra. Welcome everyone. My name is Ida and this is Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. A podcast where we discuss current news and developments happening in the cricket world with a special focus on Sri Lanka cricket. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host Sohan. Happy New Year, Bora!
0: Happy New Year, Vida, and Happy New Year to all the listeners out there. Bring on 2022. It's um, I think we're trying to get used to the 22 theme, um, but like Richie uh, Bello. 2022. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So exciting year. I think we want to start the new year fresh, uh, start strong. we um hoping to achieve a lot this year as well. So. Good to be back recording the first episode for
1: the new year. Yeah, we we had a bit of a break for about two weeks. Uh, spent some time with the families. I'll take this opportunity to wish our listeners a very happy new year. Hope all your dreams come true in this new year. Last couple of years has not been the best couple of years hopefully this new year will be a better one for all of us we didn't do an episode for the last couple of weeks we missed out a lot so there's a lot to cover in this episode i think we should start with uh, what's going to happen with Sri Lanka uh, in this month Bora.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good avenue to start the episode. Looking back at uh, 2021, with our, you and I started this um, chat talk, starting this pod, and today we are recording episodes as we go along, so exciting times. Um, Sri Lanka, the focal point, we've got uh, some cricket coming up, even leading into February, the boys will be visiting Australia for T20s. But before that, Zimbabwe um, landing in Sri Lanka for a series. So that will be a good starting point for us to discuss. I think the number one uh, question is the coaching appointment. I think um, with the way things are going, it, it looks at... Uh, an interim coach, or a, you know, a temporary coach to lead the charge. I mean, Sri Lanka's used to having interim coaches, so it won't be anything new, like short series appointments. But it's now knowing who that person will be. So, um, you know, Mahela's at the head, you know, leading it. So, I'm not sure if he'll be uh, the person appointed to run the uh, series, or will be there? Will it be a different, you know, interim coach who? Uh, fall under reporting to Mahela, and then uh, structure around that. So interesting. There are do you, uh, hearing through the gray points. Few players might not be playing as well, mm. uh, but we'll just have to wait for the official announcements of the squads.
1: So they're going to play three one-day matches, all to be played in Palikale in Kandy. We don't. We haven't heard any news about who's going to be the coach, but I have a feeling because it's a short tour. Uh, Mahela will do the coaching duties in these three one days. Injury worries true there's few injury worries uh, in Sri Lankan camp Hopefully Angelo is fully fit again because latter part of the uh, LPL he was staying at his full strength uh, but in the final um, we saw one Asaranga hasaranga picked up an injury so he's someone who's gonna be in that category for
0: Yeah, if I'm in the management camp in Sri Lanka, I'll give Vanidu a break in this series. I think he deserves it. Good chance for us to, um, I, who the next line players are, you know, second string set of players, you want to manage Vanidu because he he has had a long, uh, you know, it's been a big year for him, 2021. He's probably having time off at the moment, but at all, they feel that he's not ready, you might as well give him that extended run to recover. I mean, he'll be in the training camp setups, but not maybe not push him through um, and you know further the injury. So they'll manage that. Um, and if Sri Lanka is confident that they can play without Wanindu, I'm sure they'll uh, try to push that case forward. Um, so it gives him more time to prep for the Australian series, which is more the uh, bigger
1: one. Nah, he deserved that break. He's been a busy boy, uh, jetting all around the world, playing lots of cricket. So it takes a lot out of you, these short format games. Uh, People think test cricket is hard, but playing T20 cricket with lots of traveling involved in in that as well. So it takes a lot out of you. And in a way, it's a a welcome break for him so he can recharge his batteries and come back uh, stronger. Um yeah. Sri Lankan under-19 boys, they're heading to the, the under-19 Cricket World Cup in West Indies. And that's going to start in middle of January. We are in Group D. In that group, the four teams are Sri Lanka, Scotland, West Indies, and Australia. Sri Lanka under-19 team recently lost the final of uh, Asia Cup, which held in Dubai. But when you look at our recent record, Sri Lanka Under 19 team has been doing really well. They are going into this tournament with lots of uh, wins under their belt. I think their winning percentage is around 70% for the last couple of months. So uh, even though they didn't win the Asia Cup, I think they are going into this tournament for me as one of the favourites.
0: Yeah, Under 19 I'm pretty impressed with the run of results that they've been putting in. Um, something what we've noticed I think in under 19 cricket is a lot of the Asian teams tend to uh, feel stronger teams or have stronger results showing through so Sri Lanka again under 19 we just ended up runners up unfortunate to be on the loose inside uh, but still a good result to make it uh, to the finals but there's been some consistent runs as well Um, so that that will set up well for us because they'll push the yeah. that's a, another group of players who are pushing up into yeah. the national camp. At least you know there'll probably be six, seven players who who are finishing under nineteen cricket and will be entering the domestic uh, tournaments. Tournament I mean domestic first class structure and then you know compete for spots in Sri Lanka. I mean, the ultimate would be the national representation, but they'll be pushing for spots at domestic level. Um, even LPL teams will be eyeing more players that are coming from this. Mm-hmm. So um, they'll be they'll be pushing for spots for sure. Um, it's uh it's a good tour I think going out to the Caribbean under nineteen for as an under nineteen player it will be a good expo experience for them they'll enjoy their time Mom's being their team members hopefully you don't uh, hear any big boys you know having missing curfews and stuff like that but because that's yeah, with Sri Lanka's under nineteen history that you know they'll always find a player who's out of uh, <laughs> rank. Here and there, so that's I mean that's youth. Just um, whoever's in that management structure has to manage that youth. That's something um, the coaching uh, staff to the management staff will be yes, trying to mentor in the players. Yeah. But um, yeah, certainly I mean the group looks promising. Uh, yeah. That's something when you look at it. Yep. Um, uh, India Pakistan tend to fall into one group generally at ICC events so yeah. they, tend, <laughs> they tend to picture in the game India Pakistan <laughs> just uh, the revenue kicks in um, yeah. but uh, looks like Sri Lanka will be eyeing I mean if things will go out they'll be eyeing a game against India or Pakistan at the knockouts yeah. um, stages um, so yeah I think, them
1: yeah. Wish 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 them <laughs> best of luck. I think Avishka, Coach Avishka Gunawardena will have a strong word to the boys uh, about discipline. So uh, they'll be good boys. Um, you're right. Yeah. India, Pakistan are the teams to beat when it comes to under 19 cricket. We beat Pakistan in the semi-final, but we lost to India in the same semif- uh, in the final uh, in the Asia Cup. So. India and Pakistan other teams to beat in the Asia Cup and Bangladesh as well. They're very strong. So it'll it's gonna be an interesting series. Um, I think uh, with the with the Australia under 19 team, Tilan Samarira uh, going to Caribbean as their batting consultant. So it's another another Sri, uh, Lankan another Sri Lankan yeah. cricketer. Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on that. Um, but you mentioned uh, about domestic cricket. There's nothing scheduled. I haven't seen anything scheduled for this year. Uh, we have two, almost three good months to play cricket. Normally, we finish our season in March and uh, there's nothing scheduled yet for this year. So I don't know what's going to happen. We, we normally are very quick to um, schedule tournaments and get them underway. So hopefully they'll... I planned something, but I haven't seen anything in the media or in the Sri Lanka cricket website for us. So that's a bit worrying sign for me. Yeah, a
0: bit, how do I say it? this? I think disappointing is the best way to describe it. You, you want a first-class tournament in your home country being uh, the longer format tournament because that's what you know uh, players are developed from. I think focus would have been on the LPL, but I don't know, maybe not sure if it's a logistic thing or what the reason behind not being able to hold a first class tournament. I know um, you have the issues of COVID um, around not only Sri Lanka, everywhere else. We we are playing cricket here amongst the COVID. environment. You're going to have situations where players are missing out because of exposures or testing positive. But we surely we should be able to host a first class tournament in Sri Lanka. The only thing I I, I could think of as a reason why they can't structure it is with uh, the structural change that they are trying to push through with. I mean the one day tournament that was held, every team played together I think. So Maybe they're having issues hosting that three-day tournaments amongst the clubs. Uh, But if, like you said, we are quick to organize tournaments, and if we've identified, you know, these are the um, fifty or so players that we have identified, if we can structure it into your maybe a provincial or a certain. five to six team tournament would be ideal so that the players play otherwise the pretty much a generation of cricket is missing out on not generation a year of cricket is missing out especially new entrants into first class cricket who do, who don't have a feel of what three day cricket is We are yeah. losing on that then the players who are not in the mix who mixture of the lps got which is maybe because t20 is so specialized you like not every players get picked, so there's a group of players who are suited for the 50 over tournament, or even you know potentially could reach out to Test cricket or the longer format of crickets who need to test their skills out or um, have exposure to game situations. You know, so they, that group is missing now. A question mark we always hear about uh, the brain drain or people migrating playing. Uh, moving into Australia to play first class for to play cricket and miss out on the first class structure in Sri Lanka, we are just opening the gates and yeah. loving because there's no option for players to do, they've, they've got to pick it up and go out. So, um, not sure what the thinking is, but there is a few at least a bit of a time period for them to fix uh, figure it out, and at least um, inform the you know. The players, the clubs, mm. uh, whoever's involved with the with, within the setup, know what's happening, you know. Because if not, it's like we suddenly do a standstill, and we are trying to move forward. So there's a mismatch.
1: Yeah, well, word, word on the street is like you know I've seen lot of di- lots of players who are disappointed, and um, even I got few messages asking. <laughs> is there a possibility for them to come over and play cricket in australia so as you said like some of these players they might not be fringe players but they are very valuable players in in a domestic setup so they need something to look forward to otherwise they must make a decision about how they go about their lives so I mean, I looked up and even Afghanistan, they're playing a four-day tournament at the moment. So I don't see why we can't organize something. Um, Yeah, well, we'll keep an eye and uh, hopefully they'll organize something soon. Uh, The good thing, I think, Vida, just
0: quickly to wrap it up, in Sri Lanka, um, the weather tends to be favorable. You can play cricket throughout the year. So if at all, they need to reschedule and bring the first class schedule earlier. Uh, I still think we need to fix that in February to um, April. I'm not sure what's uh, international, what the cricket schedule is in Sri Lanka, whether they are planning to host a tournament and then go back into first class structures from November onwards for the year. So if they can do that, that gives that um, the, the players being involved with the games and being you know ready for international cricket. If not um, all that the good things that we saw at the back end of last year is going to be again going in like I think we um, seems to be we get one step forward and five steps back uh, scenario which uh, Mahela um, I think spoke on or put it out on Twitter as well that concept yeah. is going to come back to the overall cricket but
1: well, this this happens Almost every time, but, you know, we get complacent. Sometimes, when you see a little bit of success, we think everything's fixed. But this is a system which has been in trouble for a few years, and we were just yeah. starting to mend it. And yeah. you don't want to drop the you don't want to drop the ball now. I mean, if you drop the ball again, it's gonna take another couple of years to fix things. So,
0: yeah, you know, it's um. How like do I say it? I was gonna. <clears throat> Good way to venture out into Ashes cricket as well, with because I think the topic that we are going to discuss is there are going to be similarities with Sri Lanka cricket or any um, country's uh, structure? Um, is I mean we know the results at the moment. England are hopelessly out of um, out of sorts. They're three oh. nil down, heading into um, four nil. How oh, three nil down heading three into three c- down. Yes. Um, Everyone saying it's a five-nil series at the moment. Um, so, and in in the media, you hear everyone's um, questioning the domestic structures. What's going on? Things are being talked about. So, something that is interesting that we want to. I thought we'll have a chat. Just thinking about when we talked about first-class structures in Sri Lanka and the Ashes. Is um yes. We question the first-class structures back home, but then also it's an environment where coaching is being t- uh, tested as well. You know, um, how can good? How can we define good coaches? You know, um, so interesting for us to discuss would be we've seen KP of William uh, yeah. Peterson coming out questioning uh, priorities have changed in England. It's all white ball cricket. Um, no red ball. Focus. What's going on? Where this is where we are struggling. Sri Lanka. We had we had this discussion a long time back. Yeah. About, um, saying what's going on here, you know.
1: It, we all know it. It has been a problem for years, and that these the solutions, everyone <laughs> came up with it's always been the same solution and it's just that we didn't take measures to work towards that solution sometimes we start and we don't um, stay the course long enough to see see the results of that so i i wonder uh, we are doing it again like but anyway i think i think we should move on i think we talked about this too much um yeah, yeah but it, it's 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 something worries me you know when, when you see this time of the year, this is this is where you see people scoring double hundreds. someone like you Bora taking six firsts, seven firsts, and ten firsts oh. in a game. You know that's it, that's something's missing. That's yeah. that's what worries me.
0: Yeah, that's spot on. Your body has to get used to playing longer form at cricket. You can't suddenly get a group of players and suddenly say, "Here, yeah, we're going to play four-day cricket." Yes. As a test cap or something yeah. and expose someone. So we need a structure for them to learn. I think um, we hear the story where we say, look, first class, in England, they're saying the same. It's uh, saying first class crickets, um, nowhere near international cricket, there is a big uh, stepping stone and a bridging. They need to bridge that gap where they're learning to play. For This is England. In the England camp, they say the players coming up, are not ready at uh, international cricket. They are trying to learn how to play international cricket while being in that squad. Mm. A few years down the line, Graham Ford talked about it, Trevor, um, Paul Fabres was talking about it with the Sri Lankan players saying, look, we've yeah. got to teach them to play um, test cricket, you know, yeah. so, or be exposed how to play. So, um, uh, my thoughts are coaching Yes, coaches change where we say um, we try to adapt and you know manage with the players. But you also, I think, coaches also have to be able to spark that change. Not be um, a lot of the time you have um, coaches who just um, follow the I mean, just feel, it's a feel-good factor within players. The players enjoy it. Or, yeah, because no one's been, you know. Uh, question on no one's being challenged on certain areas, how to play or how they can improve. So um, if we are to bridge and if we are having a struggling domestic setup, you need that coaches in that uh, positions to be able to challenge these players and question and create sure. those environments. But I think it also that argues that, argues that um, the players... If there, if it's a, not a feel good factor, the coach might not stay in that um, camp for long as well. So, um, but those are challenges for these guys to work things out. Um, England, I was surprised. I was listening in. They were saying, "Look, the players coming through the ranks are not ready to first class play international cricket." And that this is England, one of the top three teams in world cricket at the moment. Who are saying so? Then, um, yes, we. We are struggling within our own setup in Sri Lanka. We are getting players. Now it's why stop a first class structure from happening when we need every given opportunity for them to learn and play. It might not be the best um, structured tournament, but it's a tournament that uh, allows players to test their skill against each other and find out you sure. know, um, whether it will work or not. Um, but fingers crossed, 2022, hopefully there's a tournament around the corner for our domestic first-class players.
1: Yeah, um, I know there's not much cricket to talk about in Sri Lanka, but we did not cover the LPL final, Bora. So mm-hmm. if we can quickly cover a little bit about LPL final, then we can move on to the rest of the cricket that's been happening the world um so jaffna in the lpl your team you can see you can (laughs) i think jaffna was
0: easy easy win for jaffna i told you um they had the they had everything covered every base covered i know they've lost a few games in between but the team was so strong that even at the knockouts they dropped i mean the team is going to have a bad day. They dropped out at because they did so well in the group stages. They had the luxury of dropping a game um, in the knockouts, and then reset, uh, went back in, and got the trophy home. So
1: I still yes. think that,
0: I mean, hands down, they, they could have, at the start of the tournament, I told you they'll win. Um, that's how far ahead they were from the rest of the crew. Um, other franchises will have to break this franchise up, spread the players at a new auction, <laughs> and hope for the best. If this team's there for the next year, Jaffna will be strong again. Their players, I mean, Avishka scored 100 when we needed it. So, um, Shoaib Malik yeah. hold the fort in the middle. Manidu Chaturanga de Silva he's yeah. a strong big player. We talked about him, um, he did well. Um, yeah well
1: just no, that was, um, that was all, it was good all round performance from the jaffna and we should mention their uh, coaching and support staff as well but i think yeah. not only they not only they had the best squad they had the best support staff as well yeah. uh, led by thirina Kandambi winning it twice um, two successive years um, supported by MOBA as a batting uh, coach, Mutumudulige Pushpa Kumar as their spin bowling coach, uh, Mario Willowarayan, fast bowling and fitness, and Heman Badani uh, as their consultant. So they had all their bases covered when it comes to uh, support staff as well. So that's, that's a really yeah. good team.
0: <laughs> I think... Um... Got to um, recognize the efforts of this backroom staff when it come when when especially you finish on a high as well and you have opportunity to do, discuss about them. The the staff that we mentioned they've been it's a young group it's a young coaching group there um, who are showing results by doing that. Kanda is um, he hasn't lost a domestic T Twenty tournament yeah. in Sri Lanka. He was captain when the Ooh. inaugural SLPL started and he's been on through. So he's, I think, third title. This is the third trophy. yeah. Um, Muba, Um uh, Mutumudilige Pushpa Kumara, uh, they are strong, strong domestic players um, and also are um, the younger crew of within the coaching setups. So they generally relate well with younger players within generations Uh, because a lot of uh, similarities going up, Um, whereas the more mature coaches tend tend to not be able to connect as uh, quickly with the players or understand some of the trends or patterns of uh, players. Um, So it vibes well within a group because all those players you mentioned, they'll be in the nets challenging those players, even with the bad ball or field. Uh, yeah, Mario yeah. Vel is, uh, you know, how yeah. competitive he is. He'll be off a few steps, you know. Um, even though he's pushing for the fitness of the players, he'll be testing their skills with the ball. So uh, yeah. Muba yeah. is an outstanding fielder, so he'll be setting the tone up there. And they've played a lot of T uh, Twenty cricket. That player as coaching, they know the trends and they'll be able to adapt really quickly. Um, mm. So. Uh, my what I would like to see is them pushing up into the Sri Lankan setups yeah. as well not only be involved in franchise cricket to the club cricket. I want them being more involved with the prominent teams. That is your A teams, Sri Lanka teams, um, the national setup. Uh, mm. Good opportunity for one of these coaches to be part of the Zimbabwe coaching group yeah. as an interview assistant coach. You know. Um, just be part of the thought process uh, and they'll be able to upskill themselves. Um, we've seen um, it happen in Australia. We've seen at uh, certain periods um, Justin Langer's had time off within tournaments. You've had um, Jason Gillespie leading, uh, Andrew McDonald, MacDonald, think, yeah. was running through. So just have a feel of what, what the role is, how they can, and you have the support staff around him. So we've got Mahela to support that and encourage that growth within players. We say we want uh, local player coaches coming involved. We've got coaches who are showing that um, skills within a franchise tournament, which is, you've got, um, it's a pressure cooker environment because number one, you got to um, keep your franchise owners happy. you got to make sure uh, the players deliver, um, and then you're playing a competitive tournament with overseas or international players exposed. So, um, we talk about having that competition or competitive environment of the best players playing against each other. Uh, we had that in the LPL, and we had coaches who are supporting that or trying to work things out. So, um,
1: yeah. good result for the Jaffna boys. Yeah. You called it, I give you that. Good thing I didn't put any money on <laughs> on my yeah. team. Otherwise I could have lost a bit of money there. But well done. Good call, Bora. I give you that. Um I well, think. <laughs> you mentioned uh Avishka finishing the tournament with his fireworks. I mean it wasn't the best tournament for batsmen. Batsmen they didn't really score runs uh, in this tournament. Uh, but Kusal Mendes ended up being the highest run getter of the tournament with 325 runs. This tournament was his chance to prove that he's still pushing for a spot uh, in Sri Lanka, white ball team. Uh, I think he's done that to a certain extent. And the other guy who impressed both of us was Janit Lienage. He ended up being the emerging player of the tournament uh, and he scored 250s he looked uh, we talked about him in the early episodes as well i mean he looked like a player who belongs uh, belongs there i mean he handled the pressure really well certainly a player to watch in the future thoughts yeah, about what Janit, was, yeah
0: yeah i'll i'll quickly touch base first about jani i think um, perfect uh, setup for him um, with what he achieved um, for players generally you your judge on the last tournament or the last innings, that's what a lot of um, selectors or in the management decision makers tend to remember. So he's uh, done well if at all they, you know, in a meeting trying to pick up okay, we've got the West Indy or the Zimbabwe tour coming up, who are the players in mind? Janit's name will be talked about. You know, So he's done well to push the case forward and a guy who's uh, he's been in the domestic structure, um, but hasn't got the exposure from an LPL or Sri Lanka A or that you know international exposure. But he held his well own well. I think he trusted what he can do. Um, he's he's a good fielder. He's quick, um, and you could see that energy. That's that youth uh, that comes through. Um, so. I have a feeling he'll push through to be in that squad against Zimbabwe. Um, so but nonetheless, he'll be a guy that people will be looking out for. Kusal Mendes, good um tournament for him because coming off what happened and coming off the bans and what they've done to push uh, Sri Lanka to make put that ban on the three of them, um, a good result for him. He is uh a good talent. If everyone knows the talent he's got, it's uh, the focus on where cricket is needed is the question that is, you know, hanging around a lot of the guys, um, a lot of the public uh, going around. Um, Question is, okay, he's done well in T20, he's open, uh, it's easy, um, it's easy in a way that uh, like we've got a lot of it's easy for the decision makers now. We've got a lot of options to pick yeah. from. You know, we went into a T20 World Cup not having an opener or not having a proper batting order. Now we, we've got choices to make from. I think we've seen what he can do as an opener in the T20 format. The question is Avishka has gone back to open, he's scoring runs there. The last tournament he played for Sri Lanka, we, we used him as a middle-order player.
1: Mm, number so four. Then,
0: do you down the line in T20 cricket, go back to Avishko opening, and then when, I mean, Kusam Indies, I think he's still serving the band. So, if his band is lifted, or if he at the end of his tenure, does he come back as a, does he come into the team as an opener, or does he come back into the middle order where he hasn't had the success rate? So, if guys think, okay, why do we keep picking these guys and they're not doing well, We he's done well as an opener in the domestic tournament, playing uh, middle order in an international setup and struggling. So um, those are questions to think about. And of course, from an overall point of view, um, these players serving a band, when they come in, they've got to fit into the culture that the players or the camp has set up now. So, those are changes that they'll have to be ready for.
1: I think you're spot on there. Uh, that's the hard part, isn't it, Bara? When new new management or new captain create that culture in a team, whoever comes in has to fit in. You can't bring back the old habits into, the, into a system. So, this happened in England. Um, yeah. They didn't let Alex Hales back into that white ball setup. So, even though he was scoring massive runs, so what Kosal Mendes and or well, two other players can do is make their bat talk and uh, do what they can do to put the pressure on the selector, which is a good thing because end of the day we want our best eleven to represent the country at any given time. So, um. That's, I think that's enough about white ball cricket. We'll have to mention our red ball cricket star, Dimuth he's, um He's been nominated uh, to be the ICC Test Cricketer of the Year. It's a shame that he only <laughs> had a few test matches to play in a year, otherwise, he could have scored 1,000 runs. It's been a fantastic year for him. Double hundred,
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Good year and good recognition for Dimuth being in the, you know, being nominated for the award. Um, Vanidu Hasaranga, another player who's been awarded for that. T20. T20 uh, player. The D20 D20. Cricket. Um, with Dimuth again, yeah, amongst, amid uh, COVID year and being able to perform that well, speaks well about his uh, setup. I think he's at a space now where he's confident of his game even though there are lens in between he is able to manage and maintain his uh, form and you know playing habits um, so he um, hope he brings home the award but um, in say there are players that are pushing off of different um how do I say it? How do I? I'll, I'll I guess I'll have to rephrase it. It's a hard, it's a hard one to win. Um, yeah. Um, well, but... there was a
1: time we we used to win these awards. You know, like oh, it was easy, and like um, yeah, I was excited because after some time our players get nominated for the awards. So yeah. That's what after maybe after four years.
0: Yeah. I can't remember I the last Kata, time maybe he was was yeah i think he took about four awards so man, i think icc decided now sri lankans probably need to have a break for a while now so <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um i think here's a fight with i think joe root would be a top uh, player amongst that or ashwin might be up there um yeah. and then Dimuth probably a playoff between the three of them mm-hmm. um Joe Roots had a strong year, but then they've played a lot of cricket as well. So um, depends who's got the votes. If it if it if there's an option that we've got, you know, if we are in that uh, voting panel with her, you and I, will be voting for Dimuth oh, for sure, easily. Um, yeah. And he'll be bringing home the award. Uh, but in, from a leadership point of view, Dimuth, I think settle camp there well. Um, and if international cricket in uh, the longer format's returning for Sri Lanka in the twenty twenty two year, um, if you hope it, it'll help him. Uh, mm. yeah, we've heard his uh, personal goals that he wants to achieve. Wish him well, and hopefully he can build on twenty twenty one and make it even a bigger year for twenty
1: twenty two. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And wanted to win the twenty playoffs of the Year, sir. So. <laughs> Yeah. Um Should we quickly talk about India's win at Centurion? Mura? They won at Gabba. They won in in England. <clears throat> this test team of India under Virat Kohli, especially with their fast bowling unit, they've been winning matches abroad like like any other team. Like we used to talk about dominance of Australians uh, around the world. Now this Indian team setting up a trend where they they win matches when traveling so especially for a asian team to win in australia england and south africa that's massive um this didn't happen overnight i think when Kohli became the captain that's where we started to see they left a little bit of grass um, when they play at home they yeah. They played two pass bowlers, even when they're playing at home. So this was not that something that happened overnight. No. It has been a long toll for them. But now they're enjoying those successes now. I mean, you can see how they enjoy the wickets and how confident they are as a team. Credit to the way India, you know, they're handling their cricket at the moment. I mean, it shows yeah. uh, in their results.
0: Exactly, a lot of the time you hear credit going into LPL or the IPL changed uh, cricket for India with more players coming in and stuff. It what it helped was it brought a lot of revenue into the country and it helped them change their structures. The like exactly right how you ex- it's not an overnight fix. They've gradually um, changed their habits um, to set up for what they're having as results now. It's phenomenal what they've achieved, you know, winning sure. in England, in um, Australia, and um, South Africa, pushing for win in South Africa. David Warner recently just said, look, we'd like to travel to India and win in India. The, Australia hasn't done that. So yeah. um, shows how hard it is to go out and you know um, get the results. Uh, so what they've what India has done is a massive achievement. Goes back into uh, the decision making where things are questioned. It's not a feel good thing. Players at first class levels were put under. Um, the pump. There were a lot of unhappy people, like, why are you playing on green tops or leaving so much grass in domestic cricket when we are going to be playing on, you know, turning tracks in India? That's the question that was asked. Mm. And batsmen not being happy. You know, in Sri Lanka, so many senior batsmen will go up and say, nah, cut the grass. You got to make sure we got our best condition to bat. Yeah. (laughs) So... India made it at first-class structure, held it with the curators Where now this is the limit? They would have said this is a you know I think um, the height of grass is measured in millimeters or you know yeah. tracks. Yeah. They would have said they need this structure, wickets yeah. set up. Can't help it if your domestic number one batsman is not happy. He let, He needs to learn how to play on green tracks. So those are the questions that they've managed to. Take, make, and uh, questions I may have may made to ask from players. They've got to learn or improve their technique to be, you know, be able to adapt. Um, also, the leadership change with Virat Kohli, how he came and he want to, you know, challenge and be better. Months, okay, leave, you know, um, a name that this is a strong Indian team helped. Um, those are decisions that I think. What India has been done, I think um, we are still hearing, you know, um, a bit of um, unhappy news coming up. Like Virat Kohli's captaincy has been changed, but it's a change that needed, you know, yeah. uh, if India to move forward. So they are making decisions. Not uh, there are people who are not going to be happy with those decisions, but it is working out well. Oh, it is working. They are seeing the results. They came out to Australia, made changes. Players were, you know, yeah. out. Uh, but the end of the day, they got the results. Australia are now following suit. They are making changes within an Ashes team yeah. so quickly. When they played against India, they carried that same attack or same squad of level, and they struggled to beat um, and here you notice they are ringing in changes really quickly. They are seeing that effects. Um, so yeah. India far ahead, leading or showing how things are need to be done. If other countries are smart, they'll adapt really quickly and go in line and try to keep up.
1: There. Yeah, I mean I said this before. I mean back in the day, everyone wanted to copy what Australia is doing or England doing. Now. Yeah. What India has done when it comes to planning has worked like a magic. I mean, I just read today, um, England had to cancel uh, their training session because they didn't have net bowlers. Because one of the net bowlers got COVID and they, 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 they couldn't run the net. Because you can't, you can't ask Anderson or Wood to come and bowl at you because they have got they got two more test matches to play but when, when india came to australia last year they brought in four or five net bowlers with them yeah. so two of them ended up end up playing Natrajan, ended up playing a test match as well so so they are miles ahead when it comes to planning i mean remember the days where uh, um uh, when england come to sri lanka they used to play they, they used to come early like Three weeks early, and they they play two practice matches, and uh, it took us a while not to not let them do that, <laughs> because yeah, by the time she... they come to the first test, they're ready to go because they'll they'll get like ten net bowlers from from the clubs, yeah. left armers, leg spinners, uh, people like people. We used to have someone who bowled like Murali, Remember, <laughs> they used to hire yeah. him. Wherever they go uh, to train, so
0: I think England pushed the buttons there with India as well, where um, they set up camp a lot earlier and also tend to stay uh, same touring teams out there. So um, this was, I think, when India lost the series to England. Back, I think Joe Root, this was his first series as playing for England. they won that series, and India banned um, or stop all these touring players coming in, getting used yeah. to conditions. Um, and I think it had a rippling effect. I think Sri Lanka, we don't see it happen as well. You don't see a lot of those touring teams coming out now. Yeah. Um, India was quick to pick on it because all yeah. right, they do come, they do settle in, and I mean, our back in the time, a lot of our junior players were strong players, like. Um, I remember even when I was, you would have done the same. We, we were young um, as 19, 20-year-olds had to go out and bowl at some of the English teams. I, I was excited. You get a chance to play yeah, AP KP yeah. and do it. But little did they know that they were getting used to it. I, I remember um, so many players, they're playing for Sri Lanka now. They would have mm. had uh, experiences bowling at these players as yeah. well. So. But I think Sri Lanka cricket were quick to it as well. Stop uh, sending yeah. our <laughs> next generation of players over there, because um, they are getting acc- accustomed to those uh, the players. Uh, but uh,
1: you know what? Sometimes um, when they play those those practice games, uh, board level games or so precedence level games. Yeah. Um, if it's against uh, a country like Australia or. Or England or South Africa, they will prepare a grassy wicket for the practice game. <laughs> Tops. So, yeah. If, yeah. so, if you play as a fastball in that game, it's good for you. Yeah, a chance. Little that they know if they turn up at goal, there won't be any grass on the pitch. So, yeah. yeah, they did that to a certain extent. But uh, you're right. I mean, it's time. Ty- it, it not only the pitches, right? I mean, it's how you acclimatize to the conditions and yep. the heat and the, the time you spend in the middle and all that. Yeah. See, we, if we start talking about this thing, we'll, we'll have to talk a couple of hours for hour. we just have to wrap it up. Um, yeah. I think good
0: way to move into Vida was because um, it's the start of the year, probably let's give a question and answer round or if there are any feedback by the, um, Listeners that we'd like to have a chat. That will be a good way to um, end this segment. Uh, what what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think we missed anything uh because there's, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, there's another test match going on in New Zealand uh, as well, but I don't think we have time to talk about that. Let's get yeah. into some Q A's. You're right. There's a big list. I don't think we can get through them all. Um, let's try yeah. to get through a couple at least three yeah um yeah quickly yeah all right all right let's go all right this one is from chatura from kalubo villa he goes great podcast guys but why can't Bora be more energetic when talking
0: <laughs> there we go first ledge for the year thanks chatura. <laughs> uh i'll take that on board i'm not sure i'll, I'll be a bit, try to be a bit more energetic, but...
1: (laughs) I (laughs) think, I think, yeah, you know, what I can suggest, uh, Chaturah, is um, you should check our YouTube uh, channel, because um, even if you put a lot of effort to be more cheerful in front of a microphone, I think that mic kills at least 80% of that energy, so if you... Can watch us on YouTube. You'll see we are a bit more yeah. energetic, and there's few more smiles from Bora. He's not as grumpy as you think you
0: are. <laughs> yeah, I generally do have a grumpy presence, and I'm not the most. Um, I wasn't the most energetic player. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that's a, honestly not uh, the so, Um. Now, I'll take that on board. Thanks, Shatru. Hopefully, you'll see a 22, 2022 slightly different um, energetic person.
1: Maybe i uh, got to record a bit early before we fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, Chatura, you should have seen Bora when, when we're toiling hard yeah. to take a wicket. Maybe uh, when, when other side is 200 for 2 or something. <laughs> you, yeah. you can't you can't get a word out of Bora. <laughs> <So laughs> that happens. So this is better. Look
0: away. Look away from the captain when he says, do you want to know? I'll be like, i
1: see that. <laughs> um, let's move to the next one. Um, this is Minoli from Canada. Um, he goes, when are you guys going to do more interviews? Would love to listen to the stories. Hold on. Stories from the stars of 80s and 90s. That's a good um, good suggestion. And yep. something we want to do more this year, Bora. Isn't it?
0: Yeah, we've got an exciting interview lined up. Um, different um, one coming up. So stay tuned for that. 80s and 90s stars. Mm. I'm just trying to think. A few players well, are well. Um, have uh, migrated to Australia, live in here. Eighties, nineties stars from Sri yeah. Lanka. We'll try to hit them up, see if they are yeah. interested. Um, stories. There'll be yeah, there'll be some. Uh, cricketers have some good stories, so it doesn't matter if you're in the eighties, nineties, two thousands. There are still some pretty good stories oh, out there. Yes. amongst yeah. players, so we'll try to get some few insights of yeah. those two.
1: Why, why don't you? I mean only if you, if you can send us a few names, then, then we can make a list and start making a few calls and try to get some of these tasks uh, on board uh, to have a chat. I mean I can think of a few top of my head like Roy Dias, Dulip uh, Mendes, um Vettamuni. Oh the list I don't know, the list goes on. I can I mean, surely they'll have lots of stories. 80s is
0: vidas uh, Batchmates,
1: 90s is my... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the stories. <laughs> no, no, we don't want to go. <laughs> Let's move uh, on to the next one. Now, thanks yeah. for that, Minuli. We'll, we'll make sure. Um, send us send us names in. Then we'll we'll make a few calls and we'll we'll make that happen. Thank you. Um, one more, fora <laughs> We'll do one more. Uh, Suranga from Kalambu. Because uh love the podcast. Me and my 13-year-old son who plays cricket listen to you guys on our morning commute. If you can do a small segment with coaching tips, it will help the young listeners like my son. Keep up the good work.
0: Lovely. That's a pretty yeah. good one. Love it if there's a bit of coaching involved and if, if we can motivate a junior to love the game even better, perfect scenario. Yeah, we might be able to squeeze in some coaching tips on our next episode with, uh, especially with our guest coming up. So uh, let's try to line up uh, for Suranga. If you're listening in, if you could please send in um, a topic or a small area that um, you'd be you're interested to know about, or we'd need a bit of help on the coaching side. We might be able to squeeze that question across to our um, uh, next episode, uh, the guy will be interviewed. It. So, it should be a good one.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you can let us know if your son plays as a batsman or a bowler, and what are the things he's struggling with, um, maybe we can. Everyone goes through this uh, growing up playing cricket, for us, isn't it? You know the yep. the the players we you, you see on TV that's the finished product you don't see the unseen hours that has gone behind the scene how hard they have worked to get to that point so the only way to learn is if you don't know how to get it done you just ask someone and uh, you know ask someone yeah. to show you show you a way to do it or give you a few tips to do it then you go and try it And if it works out, you stick to it. If it doesn't, you forget about it and try another another way to do it. So that's how you learn. You keep trying. In this world, you
0: got technology. Always, you know, phone away from recording a session or doing a few five-second recording of what you tried to do. Send it to us. We'll have a look. You know, give give us thought. If it's something that's working for you and you find that it's effective, stick to that, you know. Um, yeah, it's, you're trying to find that bit of um, edge to get you across the line so happy to help there
1: yeah there's there's no one way of doing things you know if you look at Steve Smith if you try to get him to play the way a conventional batsman would play he wouldn't make those runs so if you are good at making runs or taking wickets a certain way you just have to keep that and add a bit more into that that's how you improve and that's how you go that's what makes you better when you go up the ladder so I think we'll have to stop there Bora that's we we covered three questions there's a big list we'll we'll have to go through all of these this new year I think we few disappointed listeners because we haven't um, mentioned their comments or their questions so I think we'll have to make a habit of answering at least three questions every episode from now on. What do you think? Should we commit to that? Sounds good. We'll try to commit to that.
0: Um, From a Sri Lankan point of view, hopefully um, a good year for us um, overall. Um, We seem to be coming out of having some good results uh, put together. Let's keep it up. We've had a bit of time off from international cricket, but start of the new year. Um, With the direction, you know, uh, the teams heading into, hopefully it will be a positive one. T20 World Cups happening this year in Australia. So hopefully the boys can lead the charge. Um, That's my New Year's wish for us, for (laughs) the boys to bring that up home.
1: So let's see. So let's see. That's my wish as well. Um, I want to thank... Everyone who's been with us for the last year. This is our 25th episode, so it's been we've done few episodes, for I without even realizing. Um, so thanks for staying with us so far, and hopefully stay with us um, throughout this year as well. We we'll keep bringing uh, new topics to discuss, and we'll bring in a few uh, interesting past cricketers or coaches or uh, cricket personalities. Uh, to have a chat with us um so let we'll keep you guys posted and keep sending us your comments and your questions yeah we wish you a very happy new year lovely cheers guys thanks for joining we'll see you guys next time bye bye